0: Why does love, the absence of love, the end of love, the need for love, result in so much violence? Canadian writer-director Sarah Polly is a former actor frustrated by a string of ordinary roles she found herself paying the rent with. In 2006, she turned to directing a brilliant little drama called Away From Her, starring Julie Christie. It took another six years to make another, the riveting memoir stories we tell. We've had to wait 10 years for Women Talking. It was all waiting to happen before it happened. You could look back and follow the breadcrumbs along the path that led to violence. When we looked back, it had been everywhere. Women Talking has all the hallmarks of a former play, though it comes directly from a novel. It mostly takes place in one set, the attic of a barn in an isolated religious community. It takes place around 2010, though it might as well be 1710 or even earlier. The women are kept in servitude. They have no education, they can't read or write, they have no say in their own lives. Please come out and be counted now. Please come out of your homes to be counted for the 2010 census. But life is far worse than that. They're regularly drugged and raped at night. Women, old women, even children, by many of the men. They're told they've been visited by Satan, until one day, one of the men is caught. Where I come from, where your mother comes from, we didn't talk about our bodies. The culprit rats on the others who are arrested. But that's not the end of it for these women, some of whom are now pregnant. The elders tell the women they have to forgive the men. After all, forgiveness is a basic tenet of their faith. Anyone who can't forgive will be shut out of heaven. It is a part of our faith to forgive. We will be forced to leave the colonies if we do not forgive these men. None of you will listen to reason. At this moment it becomes hard for me or indeed anyone not part of such a restrictive faith. Why would anyone accept such commands? How does one find a way through such a clearly unfair system? And that's what women talking is about. Nine members of the women community of the colony have to decide what all of them will do. We were given two days to forgive the attackers before they returned. We hardly knew how to read or to write. But that day, we learned how to vote. Do nothing. Stay and fight. Leave. There are three options on the table. Do nothing at all, which is what got them into this state in the first place. Stay and fight, which goes against a lifetime of acquiescence. Or leave. Leave the colony and, in their faith, turn their back on any hope of salvation. If we do not forgive these men... We forfeit our place in heaven. Surely there must be something worth living for in this life, not only the next. The story Women Talking is based on is mostly true, we're told, backed up by centuries of similar ones, of course. But it's the performances that lift the arguments. The acting is exemplary, even if sometimes the casting surprises you. We know that we've not imagined these attacks... We know that we are bruised and infected and pregnant, and some of us are dead. We cannot forgive because we are forced to. Claire Foy, firmly locked into many people's minds as the young Queen Elizabeth in the Crown series, plays the angriest woman, Salome. She doesn't just want to fight, she's got murder on her mind. We know that we must protect our children. I will become a murderer if I stay. We are not all murderers. Not yet. Jessie Buckley, who you might expect to play the tough cookie of the group, is in fact the most beaten down. Any fight Marika may have had in her has been thrashed out by her violent husband. Who are you? Who are any of you? To pretend I have had a choice... Even more anxious to stay quiet is the older Scarface Jans, Francis McDormand, who also produced the film for Brad Pitt's company, Plan B. And the one wavering between all three options is Ona, played by a luminous Rooney Mara. Hope for the unknown is good. It is better than hatred of the familiar. And we could not endure any more violence. The only man in the film is gentle August, the colony boy's schoolmaster. He's been charged with taking notes for the next literate generation. As played by Ben Wishaw, his position is compromised by his love of owner. He doesn't want her to go. Men have taught the lesson of power to the boys. And they have been excellent students. But they are children and they can be taught. And that's the film. Wonderful women talking about difficult subjects as the temperature rises in the audience at the unfettered power of these men, thinking they can get away with anything. Which, of course, they can, because in this case, and for thousands of years in the past, they wrote the rules. We have been preyed upon like animals. Maybe we should respond like animals. How would you feel if in your entire life it never mattered what you thought? Everyone's great, especially director and co-writer Sarah Polly. but may I put a word in for the one first-timer in this powerhouse cast? Her name's Kate Hallett, and not only does she play the youngest woman here, but her character, Orcher, is the film's narrator from start to finish. Our choice will be your future. Botox Cosmetic, auto botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.